Hey, hey, everyone. Welcome to the Mountains of Magic podcast, your place for Disney and Universal tips and tricks for your next vacation. I'm your host, Danielle, and this is episode 66 Things Universal Studios Does Really Well. everyone. Thanks so much for being here today. I am fresh off an agency trip to Universal Orlando, where I had not been in 13 years. We got to tour different resorts. We got to stay at the beautiful Cabana Bay. Um, and we also got three days in both theme parks. Well, actually all three theme parks, Universal Studios, Islands of Adventure, and the Water Park Volcano Bay. So if you want to hear more about that trip, you can go back and listen to my on-the-go episode 58. But I wanted to talk today about six things I noticed at Universal and a few honorable mentions that they did really well. Now, originally, I was thinking of calling this Things Universal Does Better, and y'all know what I have to compare it to, okay? I will say this trip was super fun. Disney still totally has my heart. There's just a different feel um, in those parks. But I'm not here to compare today. I really just want to shed light on things I noticed at Universal that were just really, really great. And maybe if you are headed to see the mouse in Orlando, you might be willing because of some of these to hop over and check out Universal as well. All right. So number one, and this is actually a big um, kind of tagline for Universal when we were doing our resort tours. Um, The Universal reps definitely used it. And that is proximity. And you guys, that is so, so true. So if you don't know how Universal Orlando is set up, you're going to get to kind of the main hub. You're going to go through security and then you are at City Walk. So for my Disney people, this is basically kind of like your Disney Springs. All right, City Walk, anyone can go to. You don't need a theme park ticket, but this has your shops, your restaurant, there's entertainment, there's escape rooms, like just about anything you can think of is at City Walk. It is a huge complex. If you want to watch a sports game, if you want to karaoke, hear, like I said, hear live music, shop, eat, whatever it is, you can find it there. And then on either side of City Walk, either the right or the left, these are your two Universal theme parks. So on the right, you've got Universal Studios. On the left, you've got Islands of Adventure. And while City Walk is big, I mean, you're walking across City Walk in five minutes if you're at a casual pace, okay? Um, It's kind of like a big circle. So going from theme park to theme park is so fast. I feel like park hopping other places can be time consuming because you've got to take transportation. Here, the only transportation is your legs, okay? Also, if you have that park to park option where you can go to multiple parks in a day, you've got the Hogwarts Express in the back of the parks that goes between Hogsmeade and Diagon Alley in the two theme parks respectively and you can transport back and forth that way. So proximity was huge. All the Universal Resort hotels are going to offer you busing to this City Walk kind of hub um, that I mentioned but your 
premier resorts that are kind of your top tier, those are also going to have boat service. Another nice thing is even though we were at the um, prime value hotels, so kind of that least lesser expense for your resort hotel there's a walking path so if you don't want to take the buses you can walk also we stayed at cabana bay resort and we were able literally like right at the corner of our resort was the water park volcano bay so the day i was going there i absolutely just walked over and walked back um beautiful walk they really um don't just make these you know kind of boring pathways there are gardens beautiful plant life all around some of the walkways even feature like butterfly gardens for you so it's going to be a pretty walk so first thing universal is knocking it out of the park is that proximity you really just are really close to everything and you're not losing a ton of transportation time all right second and kind of related to that is the busing system so here's the nice thing regardless of which theme park whether it be universal Universal Studios or Islands of Adventure you're going to, your hub is the same place. It's City Walk. So that means Universal doesn't have a ton of bus routes running you all over the place. So for me and the travel agent staying at Cabana Bay, there's really only one bus option. You got on the bus and you went to City Walk, and then you could go to City Walk or whatever theme park you wanted from there, or you walk to Volcano Bay. If you really wanted to bust a Volcano Bay, I actually think you'd have to bust a City Walk and then from there go to Volcano Bay. So you might as well just walk over if you're able. But that really also cuts down on your wait time because you don't have buses needing to run to all these different theme parks. They're basically just all going to City Walk. So I never had to wait more than about five minutes for a bus. And even when there was a huge crowd of people at park close, there were buses just lined up after each other. And they were so, so efficient at getting people back to their resort hotels. I assume if you were hopping on a boat, same type of thing to get to those kind of premier um, higher level hotels. So that was awesome. Like I said, no waiting forever to get back to where you need to go. All right. Third thing that Universal does really, really well, um, the street performers. So some of this was because we were visiting during the Mardi Gras Festival, which goes through kind of end of February and into, I believe, the very beginning of April this year. But you would just be, you know, out doing your thing. I know when we were doing our scavenger hunt one day, there was just a straight up bust a move dance party going on in the middle of the street there. And they were pulling guest over in to join them in dancing and just dive into the music. You'll see people out on stilts. You'll see people dressed up. Um, and so that was really fun because these are different from, you know, character stops and stopping to get photos with them. It was just really like an added bonus that I really enjoyed. So no matter where you were in the theme parks, especially I noticed it over in Universal Studios in that park, there were just great street performers lots of things to see. If you were just sitting and chilling and people watching, you were still going to be entertained. All right, fourth thing that Universal does really well, and this is quick service, especially in the parks. So the experience that I'm basing this off of is when 
some friends and I went into Leaky Cauldron. This was like 1130. It was lunchtime. Okay, it was busy. They did allow us to mobile order there. So Universal does have some places across CityWalk and the theme parks that you can mobile order, which I'm a big fan of. Get the mobile app, the Universal app, go in there, order your food. But here's what like the gold star was for me. When we were at Leaky Cauldron, we ordered our food, we sat down, it had a scan a barcode at the table to know what table we were at, and they brought us our food. I know that's a small thing to, you know, instead of just going to a pickup window and grabbing it myself, but I can especially see this being so very helpful for families or if you're just trying to get everybody settled. Um, they also noticed they were great, you know, if a drink was ready before the food, they were bringing that out to people. And so every single quick service restaurant is not going to do this, but I can just vouch and say at the Leaky Cauldron in Diagon Alley in Universal, they did that for us. And I just thought it was awesome. Um, also, the wait times, just they weren't crazy for the quick service food. Normally got things really quick. And the app and ordering on that was really user friendly for that portion of the app for me for ordering food. So if you're tired, if you're busy, if you just want to go sit down, mobile order that food from the Leaky Cauldron. All right, next thing that Universal does really well is pool hopping. So if you've listened to my Disney episodes, um, you'll know that pool hopping isn't allowed. Okay, if I'm staying at one resort, I cannot go visit another and use their pool. However, at Universal, that is not the case. So there is only one resort that is excluded from this. If you are staying at um, Endless Summer, they don't allow you to pull hop from there to these other resorts. But we were staying at basically a valued resort um, and we had free access to go to the preferred and premier resorts and use their pools. We were told by the universal rep that you can just go to the front desk, show your key card for your resort, and basically get kind of a day pass to enjoy the pool. So I didn't do this because I didn't have a ton of downtime on this trip, um, but that's definitely a perk to consider if you're staying a bit longer at Universal. Everything we toured was great. I would definitely want to hang out at my pool for a couple days and take in those amenities for whatever resort I was staying at, but maybe going and seeing some others and hanging by the pool there, enjoying the pool bar um, would be awesome. Again, it's easy to get around. You might be able because of proximity just to walk over to that other resort that you wanted to visit or just take a bus to city walk um, and then hop on another to get to that resort if your feet are tired and you didn't want to do a lot of walking but I thought that was just a fantastic perk that Universal offered um, and really you know just encouraging and allowing people to see other resorts during their stay all right and the last thing number six that I want to say that Universal does really well is theming. Okay, I am going to get a little comparative here. Disney, I love the theming. Okay, at Walt Disney World, all the lands and how they like seamlessly throw to get flow together is just amazing. Disney's theming is top notch. But my friends, if you go to Universal and you go to the Wizarding World and you have an appreciation of Harry Potter, 
I think you're just going to be blown away. Um, these are smaller spaces. So I'm not in love with the theming across all of Universal. It's great. They've got lots of fun, different themed lands. But the Wizarding World is just above and beyond. So if you're not familiar, um, in Harry Potter, there is Hogsmeade, which is kind of right outside the school, right outside the castle. It's the sort of little downtown area the students could go to on holidays. And then there's Diagon Alley. And that's sort of where all the wizards would go before they headed to school um, and get, you know, anything they might need, their wand, all that sort of stuff. So these two spaces are just phenomenally themed. Um, I think that sort of the walls around you are really high. So you truly feel like you are enclosed and in this space. And there is just so, so much detail. So if you have a Harry Potter fan, please put this on your bucket list to get over there. Um, I would also highly suggest doing that park-to-park option simply because riding the Hogwarts Express can't be beat. And the only way you're allowed to do that because it does transform you, transform, transport you from one park to the other is if you have that park to park where you can visit multiple parks in a day. Um, I rode the Hogwarts Express lots of times, loved it every time. And it truly just makes you feel like you're in that story. And it is so, so well done. All right. So those are my top six things that Universal does super well. Um, I have two honorable mentions for you. Honorable mention number one is the plug situation. Now I know Disney is, you know, catching up as they kind of remodel the resorts, but in Cabana Bay, we had all the plugs, all the USBs that we needed. Our room could sleep up to six. So they knew there's going to be lots of devices. So I was super pleased with the plug situation. Bring all your things, bring all the chargers. You should be good to go at Universal. Second thing, honorable mention that I noticed is the lizard situation, my friends. So at Walt Disney World, when we went, I guess last time with our big group, so it was in November, um, the kids in our party, my kids and my nieces had like a running count of how many little lizards they saw because they're everywhere. They're all over the paths. They're in the theme park. They're climbing up walls at your resort. You're in Florida, okay? They're just all over. Y'all, I saw one lizard the whole time I was at Universal. And these lizards are not my favorite thing. They freak me out. I scurry while they scurry. I don't know what Universal is pumping around. I did not see all the little baby lizards. So in my book, that was a honorable mention and a good thing. All right. So I hope that you enjoyed a few highlights of my Universal um, agency trip and just hearing about some of the great, great things that they have to offer. Again, I am Disney lover through and through, but I definitely think if you're down in Central Florida, it is worth hopping over to Universal, spending some days there and just enjoying all that they've got to offer. All right, everyone, if you've been enjoying these episodes, please, please take a moment and go rate and review the podcast. I'd greatly appreciate it. And if you need help planning that next magical vacation, whether it be over at Universal or to Walt Disney World, I would love to help you to be as involved or 
you know, stand backish as you like if you are that planner. But at no cost to you, I can send you a quote. We can start talking and we can help get that magical vacation planned. So check out the description below for where you can find me on Instagram, Facebook, and email. And as always, thanks so much for listening. Hope you have a magical day. Bye-bye. Thank you.